Welcome to the Center of Influence Podcast, the place for breakthrough conversations with experienced business partners like you. It's time to optimize your center of influence. Let's talk. Really excited to, to introduce everyone to Miles Eubanks. Um, from Midwest Power Washing. Um, Miles, uh, welcome in. Thank you for joining us. Uh, kind of want to start out talking a little bit about you. So if you don't mind, just kind of giving us uh, this, the story of Miles. Tell us, tell us about your background, how you got your business started. Um, you know, maybe some bumps and bruises along the way. We always like to talk about those. Um, but uh, give us a rundown. Sure, yeah. Uh, thanks for having me. Um, I kind of got started in the cleaning business through, uh, my grandpa. So my grandpa as Johnny knows, had a tree business for a long time, uh, doing landscaping trees. And I helped him do some of the smaller jobs every once in a while, me and my brother would help him take down a big tree or so, but, uh, mostly just going with him on, uh, uh, doing estimates, going with him on doing um small jobs here and there kind of seeing how he did his work i always just loved the way he went about it just talking to people uh, it was very comfortable very relaxed always uh, when you're working on someone's house who, who trusts you so um after high school i was still working with him a little bit i got uh, had a graduation party got a little bit of money from my graduation party and i used that to uh, buy a power washer because I was watching YouTube videos, kind of like the time-lapse ones of like before and afters. Mm -hmm. And I thought yep. those were really cool. And then I started watching videos of these guys making, you know, a few hundred dollars here and there doing small things. And I was like, you know, I could probably do that. It seems easy enough. I know how to run some equipment working with my grandpa. So I bought like a $300 pressure washer off Amazon. And then I started going door to door, knocking on doors, asking people if I could power wash their house completely damaged the first house I did. Oh, like, no. The first house I did, I uh, uh, just didn't really know the techniques or anything like that. I just watched YouTube and just thought it would be, you know, something super easy. Got inches away from their siding and uh, just blasted, just, just, just blasted that siding. And so I'm pretty sure if I went back to that house today, it'd be completely deoxidized. The paint would be coming off, uh, but she thought it looked great. So she paid me and that was my very first customer and she was happy with it. She was my neighbor. So she's still happy with it. She still says it looks good when I go by. I know it doesn't, but she doesn't. She thinks it looks <laughs> good. So that was a good first customer experience and I was hooked ever since and I just kept, kept going. That's awesome. You said you went door to door. What was that like? It wasn't anything new for me uh, going door to door, just talking to people, telling them, Hey, I got a uh, uh, local service I just started. I'm your neighbor. I lived right down the street. Uh, I'd, I'd like to take a look at your house and let you know what it would cost to uh, clean it up. Or sometimes if it's one of those neighborhoods where they, all the houses look the same, I just do a flat rate. Hey, $50, $60, I'd like to uh, pressure wash your house. It's a new local yeah, there you go. new service business I just started. And people, would, most of them, would, if I got to talk to them, would say yes. Oh, wow. I love the beginning of that story because you started with graduation money. I, I remember that 
that moment in my life very clearly. It's the first time you ever have to really make a decision with, with maybe a lump sum of cash, even if it's a few hundred bucks that, that mm-hmm. you've never seen before. So uh, yeah. you did a much better job with yours than I, I did with mine. I think I probably, you know, went on vacation or something. I, I can't remember, but um, I think I went on a road trip with friends with that money. Well, there's nothing wrong um, with that. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I yeah. wish I would have started a small business instead. Yeah, <laughs> most people that. blow it, you know, and then every once in a while you meet somebody who's like, I invested in stocks or I started my own business. And you're like, whoa, I wish I would have yeah, not blown yeah. my money. <laughs> yeah, and I've, and that, that brings me to a question. Um, how did you have the, the foresight to kind of, I mean, you invested that in yourself, really. I mean, you invested in your business, but your business was you there initially. I mean, what, what do you attribute that to? How did, how did you have that, that long-term vision to put money forward towards something that would help you in the future? Um, you know, I, I started, I worked at a construction company well, my summer off in 2016. Absolutely hated that. I, I hated doing that more than anything I think I've ever done. Just working uh, a nine to five hard labor the whole time. Not really, you know, you're watching, watch you're you're you know watching your boss make decisions and sometimes you're like why are we doing it like that you know mm-hmm. I, I i did not did not like it also i have bad allergies and things like that so working in construction with all the dust and like the uh, insulation and stuff like that it just wasn't for me um so i knew i kind of wanted to work outside um at the time i think i was working at shields as a uh, working on bikes having so i had some mechanical skills um and I don't know, just working with my grandpa, I was just like, I like working outside. I like talking to people. I think I could do that. Uh, so I'd like to see if I could, could I could make, maybe could make a little money here. And so when I go hang out with my friends, I have money. Um, so I just, that's how it kind of started. So do you awesome. think that your uh, grandpa owning a small business influenced you to really want to go down that path? Yeah. Yeah, I think my grandpa, my mom also owning a small business, she uh, she is a reseller, kind of helped me know like th- that it is possible. A lot of people have a lot of anxiety going into something like that, especially when they're, I feel like a first generation, but I have a lot of family that's a uh, business owner. So I knew from the start, it's like, yeah, this is possible. It's not, it's not something out of the reach. Yeah, it kind of helps also when you start young before you have bills. You know, a lot of people have this dream of owning their own business, but they're like, I got a mortgage, I got car payments, I got a family, you know. So starting out without any of that stuff, I'm sure that's a little freeing that you don't need to make as much money, especially, uh, you know, not a ton of overhead in your type of business. Also, it's mostly mm-hmm. labor. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah it so, was. Uh, or go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, uh, it, it does. I will say it does help a lot not having payments. This is I, I just got married this last year and moved out. So this is my first. Year. Oh, thank you. Yeah, this is my first year like living on my own. So I'd say this year I've been doing it for four years, but this is the first year I'm like, all right, like I, this has to go. I actually have to you know do this full time. I actually have to try really hard because before I like lived at my parents house and I was like, yeah, I can do I can do a lot of work if I want to. I can do as little as I want to. It really doesn't matter. Like, I don't, it's a difference. But now, supporting a family, having all the bills, it's like, oh, no, I actually, 
I have to get up and go out work today. Yeah. So. Motivation's a little bit different, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Did, were there other businesses that you considered uh, before you landed on the power washing? Yeah. So um, uh, a mentor of mine kind of told me, he's like, you know, all you need to make money is a pickup truck and that's it. You put whatever you want in the back of it. He's like, you could clean windows. You could, uh, you know, you could power wash houses. You could cut grass. He's like, if you need money, you just get a pickup truck with a bed and you put anything back there. And so he's really the one he kind of, when he told me that, I, that stuck with me, I think for that whole night. Uh, that, that's the first night I went home and started YouTubing stuff. I was like, oh yeah, you can make money. Just walking up to people and saying, do you need this done? Do you need this done? It's just a matter of which service you want to go into. And uh, I just, I power washing, it's hot in the summer. Water is cool, keeps you cold, so it's not too bad. I like, I like that one, so that's the one I went with. Well, on, on this show, we we really like to shout out mentors because, you, you know, we consider them centers of influence. So um, who is your mentor, and, and how did you establish that relationship with them to, to um, start letting them influence your career and, and your life? Yeah, so the person who told me that, is uh well it was actually two people but it was uh my current father-in-law his name is jeremy price he's the owner of uh, patterson commercial flooring and his dad larry price they were both they were telling me that you know when i was talking to them they were like yeah all you gotta do is get a pickup truck because larry he does window washing and power washing and so when he told me that i'm like oh okay well let me go see watch some youtube videos on how to do that and that's, that's what i did so yeah they've influenced me quite a bit so you mentioned earlier that uh, you would just go door to door. Have you found now that there's other ways of getting business? Have you figured out different things have you, as you've gone along? Yes. So that's been the biggest thing, especially for me this year, transitioning from a part-time business to a full-time business. And that's uh, lead flow. Um, like it did. It doesn't matter if you have all the equipment in the world if you don't have anyone calling your calling you asking for your services you're, you don't you're not making any money so the biggest part of me getting more lead flow was figuring out how to get people to come to me instead of me going out and knocking on doors because i can go knock on as many doors as i want but it's really hard to go knock on doors then go do all those jobs you know do the do the bids do the jobs and you know keep it all organized it's, it's just really hard for one person so what i did is i hired a, uh, a company that uh, does all that stuff it's uh, thrive uh, used to be yellow pages but they run your google business and they keep you up like so if you have a service business so mine the name of mine is midwest power washing so people in springfield or anywhere around the area if they google you know power washing near me, which is what everyone does when they need something done. Um, my company is the one of the top three that comes up when people look it up. So they go, they look that up, they go down the line, they call all those numbers and I get the majority of those phone calls. So, so people come to me instead of me going out knocking on doors and that's really boosted the lead flow a lot. That's how I'm able to do full-time now. I'm a fan of Thrive. I, I have a, a friend who works for them and and I think that they do a good job have mm -hmm. you felt like that was an investment that was worthwhile for you so far uh sounds like yes it. yes I've tried a lot of okay. SEOs I've tried a lot of uh companies that 
that do that service and they say they work. Thrive is the first one I've used that it, it actually did work. I saw an immediate change right away and they built my website for me and uh, were able to make it look very professional nice. to where people can come and request quotes <clears throat> through my website. So that's before nice. we came on, we talked briefly about how you're you're changing your model a little bit and you're starting to focus more on commercial cleaning, um, cleaning commercial properties. Um, was that a result of um, your work with Thrive or was that something that, how did you get to that, that point where you felt like you needed to make that, that change? Yeah, so um, the, re the real reason I wanted to make that change uh, or getting more commercial business is because commercial business is year round, whereas a lot of residential slows down a lot you know in illinois and it just gets too cold no one's going to call you to come clean their house but businesses right. gas stations uh you know concrete can be cleaned anytime as long as you have uh, hot water or it's above 45 degrees so i've been trying to get more business so i have more uh, commercial business so i have work through the winter um so that really wasn't necessarily through thrive that was kind of just knowing how to go about doing commercial bids, commercial estimates, as opposed to residential. Uh, residential estimates seem a lot more laid back. You know, you just go up to the, you, you talk to the homeowners, they, you know, they're comfortable usually paying you anyway. You don't have to send necessarily an extremely detailed invoice. Um, you know, you don't have to go through emails and things like that. Commercial businesses, they want all that information. Uh, they want proof of insurance. They want they want to know that the, who they're working with is legit. And so it kind of took me a while just through trial and error, a lot of mostly error so far, but this, this is coming together, trying to come, you know, uh, sell commercial businesses, uh, my services. And so it's starting to work out pretty well. Awesome. So do you think that there's a mix to be had somewhere? Or do you think that there's a future that you really want to just narrow in and, and this is going to be my niche? Or, you know, is being diversified really important to your business? Um, that's a good one. I, um, I don't know if how much I really want to expand. Uh, there's a lot more complication when it comes to when you have other people you're bringing in right now, I have a, a good it's in the in the washing seasons, I have a good lead flow um to where i can pick and choose what type of jobs i want to do throughout the week uh, i usually choose the homes that are easier to clean um that have the you know that pay more um in the winter time the commercial jobs that's where i'm i'm really looking to see how that uh that goes but as far as expansion i would like to get more commercial have more of a commercial um uh, job portfolio going. So this, we just did Horace Mann um, uh, last week. So that's a good company, like a reputable company, a lot of people know in Springfield. And so I can put that on my portfolio. And when I go to other jobs, I can say here, this, we did Horace Mann, uh, here's right. before and afters, things like that. And so hopefully that keeps, you know, businesses uh, looking at us when it comes to getting commercial work done. And I don't know how much I want to expand. Like you have Petersburg out there, you have some other companies where they do huge jobs that are like far out of my reach. I don't know if I want to go up there or stay where I'm at because I kind of like where it's at right now. Uh, and there's always room for improvement, but 
uh, we'll see when we get we go down the road a little bit. You keep mentioning uh, lead flow. Do you do you rely uh, quite a bit on referrals from past customers? Yeah. So my dad, my dad is a salesman, and he has always taught me like referrals. That's how you get sales. Referrals are the best way to go. Um, especially where we live, word of mouth, it spreads fast. So mm-hmm. uh, I have a, a sheet that I usually like to show customers. Um, uh, and it's, it's got five slots in it. So there are five friends that you think might benefit from our services the most. If you'd like to put their name and number in there, if you have like to have them call me or you put their number in, if they're comfortable with that, I can give them a call. Uh, and that that's worked out pretty well. Um, or sometimes it's just referrals as you cleaning a house and while I'm cleaning, I'll be, I'll ask the customer, Hey, while I'm cleaning, can I, uh, put down a few signs in your yard? So people see the signs when, when they come down the road. And a lot of times when people see the truck with the stickers on it, they see the signs and they see someone cleaning, they'll think, Oh, my house is dirty. Uh, let me stop him. And which scares the daylights out of me when I have my earbuds in, when they come attacking <laughs> my shoulder. Uh, right. but, but yeah, so, the referrals, people seeing me washing, uh, getting people's friends, uh, maybe they have a relative that needs their house done. That's that's a great way to get more business. I don't you think never... I would ever tap somebody on the shoulder if they had a power washing gun, yeah. especially a commercial <laughs> grade one. No yeah. chance. You'd be surprised how many people do that, but yeah. <laughs> nope, not me. Yeah. Do you uh, do you ever have people that uh, say, "Man, my uh, neighbor's house is really dirty. I'll pay you to come back if you will just—it's <laughs> yeah. yeah. terrible." Please, I have—I've never had someone offer to pay for their neighbor, but I have had them like, "Hey, you need to go knock on my neighbor's house." Mm-hmm. I've had that happen quite a few times. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's funny though, because my mom always told me this. She's like, "Well, the houses that are dirty—they're probably dirty because the people, you know, don't care as much." you're going to get more calls from the houses that are clean. And that's yeah. been the, that's actually been the case. So usually when I would go door to door, I would look I would, sometimes I would skip houses. I would skip to a door to a house I'm like, man, that house is dirty. Those people never never accept the services. It's always the people whose house is already clean and have good landscaping, their house looks immaculate. Those are the people that will call you. So usually if a neighbor's house is dirty, uh they're not interested in getting it clean. Yeah. That's interesting. So uh, pride of home ownership is something that's probably pretty important. What about like uh, landlords? Do you have any that you regularly take care of their houses or anything like that? Yeah. So um, your sister, <laughs> Julie, I dig a lot of her houses. Um, uh, I've also tried to go towards realtors uh, maintenance, uh, property, uh, main, what's the property term? managers, property managers. Yeah. Uh, I like to target them through emails, through LinkedIn. Sometimes, uh, haven't had as much success as other people, uh, who do what I do, like on YouTube, I, I call them every once in a while. There's a guy from Texas and that I call, um, and I've gotten a lot of advice from him and he does almost all of his work through realtors. And property managers me i haven't i haven't don't quite have the connections here yet um but yeah we do uh try to if we see if i see a like a building or something that says property manager uh, i usually will give that phone call uh that that number a call and see if i can get get a hold of somebody 
you sound like you've done a really good job utilizing resources and people you trust, even even somebody who's who's in your industry out of state. Um, have you identified? I know you're you're um, still very young, and and your your business is is um, still growing quickly. So you're you're busy, but um, have you found opportunities already to kind of pay that? that back and have you tried to be a resource for some some other people and found ways to do that yeah so uh the power washing community is if you go on facebook it's quite quite large uh, <laughs> especially now since the pandemic has affected a lot of people there are tons of people getting into the service uh service businesses so you, before the pandemic you probably didn't see as many power washing um mm -hmm. signs out on the you know corners of the street now you'll see every especially on the west side of springfield you'll see them all over the place and it's different businesses because there's so many of them because the pandemic you know people have switched over to small businesses um so i've personally haven't gotten on facebook and like started sharing a lot of information because i'm pretty busy i'm uh i'm not that good with those types of things but I do have some friends, a friend of mine is trying to get into the window cleaning business and I've had him come uh, watch me do estimates. I've had him come actually he's supposed to come next week and we're going to go do a window uh, window cleaning job in New Berlin. So I've helped out, you know, just some of my friends and that's great. Uh, supposed to have a ride along uh, here. It's, it's a 14 year old kid. He wants to learn how to power wash houses. Um, so he's gonna come with me here in the next couple of weeks and uh, do a do a house with me. So uh, not in That's like really a big cool. way, but just yeah, to some friends and, and family. Yeah. Who want Sounds to get like it. you're taking opportunities when they come up. So that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So, what do you think people's biggest fear in starting their own business is when you're talking to them? Um, failure. I think a lot of people are. If I had good circumstances to where I was, you know, uh, could start at 18 and I really didn't have, there was no, if I failed, it really didn't matter. I could you know, go do something else. I wasn't going to take a loss, but a lot of people who are supporting families who have mortgages, who have uh, debt, they have to pay off. It's kind of scary getting into your own thing because you don't know how it's going to go. Um, you're afraid of, you know, people's reactions, you know, especially the cleaning industry or, uh, industries like like mine like tree work and power washing you're afraid to damage someone's house you know you don't, you don't know how that interaction is going to go so people are a little i think turned away by it in that sense um, i think that's where a lot of the fear comes from so what advice would you give to somebody who wants to start their own business uh just just try it i think um if if you're wanting to start your own business if you have a job already uh, just, you know, after work, you know, go knock on doors, maybe make a business card, something you want to do. If it's cutting grass, if it's washing windows or power washing, make a card, make some flyers, go out and knock on doors and, uh, see what happens. You, the first job, I almost all the jobs you feel very good afterwards when you can do a job and put a smile on someone's face, it's like the best feeling in the world. When someone you leave someone's house and they're telling, thank you so much. Uh, my house looks really, really nice. It hasn't looked this nice in a long time. We really appreciate you coming by. That's a great feeling. So if you've never done it and you're thinking about doing it, just go and try. And don't be afraid to fail because 
Um, even if you do, if you're good at talking to people, if you're just tell the people, set expectations. Hey, um, this is my, you know, I'm looking to get into it. Start your price low. So that way, you know, even if you do, it's like, oh, okay, well, he's, you know, they're easy on you. They're not going to, you know, people are, most people are nice. Uh, so a lot of people are afraid to go up and talk to people or knock on doors. But I found that uh, a lot of the people I work for, they'll tell me before I even start the job, uh, if you're friend from friendly with them, they'll be, hey, uh, I'm going to go to work, but I'm going to leave my door unlocked. If you want to use my restroom, go ahead. If you want to, there's water in the fridge, help yourself. <laughs> there's still a lot of people like that out there. And the people who hire people to do work for them, most of them are very, very friendly. So uh, don't be afraid to to start. Just give it a shot and see how it goes. Yeah, I, I think that uh, honesty goes a long way and just being upfront with people, setting the correct expectation, you know, that, uh, who you are and what you do and, and all that goes a long way. People really enjoy that out of a business because I think, I think most of the negative things you hear about a business is when something dishonest happened, right? Is they're yeah. like, Oh, they told me they were going to do this and they didn't, or, you know, they said they didn't do this, but they actually did or broke something or whatever. So yeah, honesty definitely goes a long way. Mm -hmm. Yes. So we're getting pretty close on our 30 minutes here, Miles. Why don't you uh, let everybody know how they can get a hold of you? Yeah, so the, the name's obviously Midwest Power Washing. Uh, you can find us on Google. If you just Google Midwest Power Washing or Power Washing near me, uh, it'll come up and you'll see it on Google. Uh, the phone number uh, is 217-816-0924 if you're writing down notes. And then we also have a website. Uh, it's it's simple. It's midwestpowerwashing.com. So if you go, uh, if you're looking for us, we're not too, or I'm sorry, that's not, that's not the name of the website. Midwestpowersoftwashing.com. Gotcha. So it's, well, uh, I'm not uh, like yeah, a editing even traffic genius. to other people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. not a uh, editing genius, so I can't say click here and it'll pop up or yeah, anything, no, no. but I'll, uh, I'll put that in the notes so that if somebody wants to get a hold of you, uh, they can, no, I'll put your website on there and everything so they can get right a hold of you. Well, I appreciate it. So, well, thank you guys uh, yeah. for having me on. So, yeah, I, thanks. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for sharing your story a little bit. Uh, I'm sure somebody out there will really appreciate some of the advice that, that you gave us. And, and hopefully we could send some customers your way. That would be nice, too. Yeah, that would be nice if you have the if you could do that. I'll I'll take them. Yeah. Okay, good deal. Great. Good deal. Well, well thanks, thanks for, for joining coming us, on, everyone. Yep. Thanks for joining us, everyone, on the second ever episode of the podcast. Um, thanks again, Miles, for being here. Thank you to Midwest Power Washing, and uh, we'll see you all next time.